0: Welcome back to my show! In today's episode, I'm interviewing my favorite singer, her name is Althea, she's a singer-songwriter, and yeah, so she's here with us today, so it's an amazing thing for her to be here uh, with me, just because, again, I said earlier, she's my favorite singer, and her music is amazing, so now, instead of me just talking about her in third person, I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Hi, Althea, how are you today?
1: Hi, I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I am so honored to be here. You're super sweet, and I'm just so excited to get started. Yeah, of course. So
0: please introduce yourself and maybe sing a few lines of your latest song.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm Elthea. I am an indie pop artist, singer-songwriter, and I'm a guitarist as well. Um, I live in LA, and my most recent release is called Omen. And so uh, here, I'm going to sing a line for you. Uh, The pre-chorus goes past and present coalescent moonlight underneath the evergreens intertwined.
0: That's beautiful. So all of you who are interested in indie pop music, or if you're just trying to explore what your next favorite song is, be sure to check out Althea's music on Spotify, SoundCloud, and all your listening platforms. So Althea, how did you get started with music? Like what really inspired you to do? what you do now
1: Yeah, so I started with music uh, playing classical guitar. I started when I was 10 years old. Uh, My father played classical guitar and we had guitars all around the house. So he taught me some uh, simple pieces. One of my first pieces that I learned is called Spanish Romance or Romanza. Um, And so I would just play that on guitar over and over and over again. And so uh, my parents got me a teacher and I started working with him for a couple of years throughout middle school and high school. And so I learned more advanced pieces and I started to take classical guitar really seriously. Um, then I went to school out in San Francisco for classical guitar. Um, and so while I was there, you know, I more so developed a love for songwriting um, and recording and using social media and I had a lot of fun with that and I really wanted to write more songs. So um, I released a finger style guitar kind of EP um, and that was a lot of fun. And then I just really decided that I wanted to transition into pop music. So um, I started working with more producers and I had a lot more fun writing songs recording guitar parts and just making some really fun indie pop songs
0: that's awesome so who has um like your music been inspired by Are there any particular singers or musicians that have been a greater inspiration for you
1: yeah uh lady gaga is one of my favorite artists she's been my favorite since i was really little um and i have loved her work her the way that she is so unapologetic about who she is and what she makes has been super inspiring to me as an artist. Um, nowadays I listen to a lot of work by Rina Saoyama and Caroline Polachek, Girls that are super ethereal and magical and beautiful and like I just love their work and I love their production styles. I think they're really really interesting. So uh, yeah those are some of my main instri- inspirations nowadays.
0: Absolutely I think They all are pretty unique in their own ways. I know Lady Gaga um, has recently become famous for her meat dress, which she wore at the VMAs, I believe.
1: Yeah, she did. That was, I think, (laughs) VMAs 2009. I remember, it was crazy. But yeah, she... um, Yeah, she has some pretty innovative dress
0: ideas. They're pretty cool, like... um, She's always doing something different with her looks. And it's just nice to see that she's not, like, as you said, she's enough, like, she doesn't... Say sorry for what, who she is or what she wants to be. Just mm-hmm. like, like kind of straightforward and be like, this is who I am. I'm owning up to it, which is pretty good. Like it's a great yeah. quality you have in a person because it shows that you are not afraid of anything and that you can be who you are without having someone tell mm-hmm. you to act a certain way.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I think that I'm also really inspired by the whole creation of the show that she's done, her philosophy behind her work, as well as like her dedication to fashion and making all of these pieces that went along with the music. I just thought like all of the visuals were super inspiring as well. And that's something that I like to bring along in my music. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So those of you who who may not have um, heard of Altia before or her music, uh, um, her first song called, um, please remind me of the name.
1: Yeah, it's called I Love You But You Make Me Cry.
0: Exactly. So that song is beautiful. You should check that out as well. Um, So basically the cover for that song has um, beautiful like face makeup with the eyes having wax on them. Um, So for those of you who may not have an idea of what I'm talking about, you would have to see the cover or the video version of it to understand. But Elsie, could you please explain to us how you created such a magical eye look which made it look like boxes falling down.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So um, when I was creating this piece, when I was creating the song, uh, I was really interested in the idea of like different ways that I could make uh, crying and tears look unique. And so I thought a lot about how when a candle melts, the wax looks a lot like tears that are dripping off of it. And so I wanted to replicate this on on the cover. And so I tried a bunch of things. I tried melting candles and then trying to break pieces off. But wax is really delicate and I couldn't really get it to stay. And it was like not very... I didn't really get the look that I wanted. And so what I decided to do was take hot glue and I would make these long strips of hot glue. And then when they dried, I would paint them. And so I could really shape them any way that I wanted. And so I was able to make these long pieces look like tears. And so uh, I was able to do that. And I also made these um, candle rings. So they're actual candles that are lit on my fingers. And so I have a couple of tutorials on my page as well um, at Duchess Elthea, which kind of shows like how I've created them. But pretty much what I did was I took candles, I melted them until they were very small. And then I took hot glue and I uh, put all of the hot glue, like wax all around of the piece. And so then I was able to have the actual candle lit in my on my fingers for a couple seconds. But you know, when I shot the cover, I had to do that very, very quickly because they were actual candles that were melting onto my fingers. And I had to stand there and be like, oh, okay, we have to get the shot really quick. I think we got it in just a few minutes, which was great, but definitely a little scary. <laughs>
0: That's actually really cool. I think it's very, you know, innovative and as we were talking with Lady Gaga, I think it reminds me a lot of her, because of her unique style. I know her music videos sometimes are not like, um, like the usual you'd see. And I mean that in a good way, like it's super unique. Like normally like swingers probably would just like to wear in their if they're doing it in like a bedroom or if it's just starting out, they're doing it in a bedroom and put some beautiful lighting in. Whereas some other people hire like a whole production team or have one already because assigned to a label and do it that way but again i think the music video is kind of what makes people listen to it especially if they're watching watching the song instead of actually listening to it mm-hmm. you know what i mean well i think visuals play a big part some people just have audio which is i guess it's fine right mm-hmm. but i think the video brings it to life so i the I- whole idea of the wax dripping was pretty good. Like it, like the I heard what you just said right now, and it shows like it was feeling like you're actually like showcasing the emotion, and I think the wordplay for the song style was pretty good as well.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, that's one thing that I uh, we created this during the initial quarantine in 2020. And so uh, we shot the cover in my, in my bedroom. We shot the video in my living room. And so I, I was living with a couple of people that were filmmakers and another person was a makeup artist. And so it was really cool because we were able to actually create this together just in our house in lockdown, which was very, very fortunate for me because it was awesome. And it was just a bunch of my friends and I working on a piece that I'm really proud of.
0: That's awesome. So- Thanks. Coming back um, onto my next question. This is kind of like a fun question for you. What would be the dream venue that you would love to perform to, um in the future?
1: Ooh, um, I would really love to perform in New York City. I have seen, I've seen a couple of artists play at like Irving Plaza or Madison Square Garden. It's like those places. One of them is much bigger than the other. So I mean, I would love to one day be able to play at these places and have really intricate, like detailed shows with lots of visuals and fun stuff. But I think that that would be amazing.
0: Definitely, I think Madison Square. I think I've heard of it. um, I'm not sure what they've heard of it heard of. It's a big venue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've heard of Golden Hour or um, "This Is What Heartbreak Feels Like" by Jake. Uh huh. Yeah, he performed there. And then there's like um Charlie Puth, Shawn Mendes, yeah. Mia Cabello. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a bunch of singers who performed there, and I think like that's a huge place too. So it's like amazing, and I'm actually surprised. Like I saw like your um I've been following your music for quite a while, like well since <laughs> it's been out, and I'm surprised to see that you're actually pretty underrated. I mean you have so you. such good music, and I think this is like true with other singers too. Like their music, the ones with the best music end up having so little followers on YouTube, but have so many on Instagram. So I I don't really understand how it works. So could you please like maybe give me a gist of how you think the industry works and how you cultivate a fan base?
1: Totally. Well, first of all, thank you so much for following my music for such a long time. Again, it means seriously so much to me. Um, And so, yeah, so one thing that I did with my Instagram is I started making work when I was in school. So what I did was I posted classical guitar videos every week, sometimes up to three times a week. And I was really trying to create a fan base so that one day when I did release music, that there would be a fan base there that I could that I could share my work with. And so that has served me I think really well because I've had a lot of really wonderful people listening to my work and I'm really grateful for that. I think a lot of times to put yourself on social media can be really daunting because it's a a lot to be on every platform all the time. Um, And so I think that like for me, I've really focused on growing like Instagram and TikTok but I really would like to continue to learn more about like YouTube and to create my and to create more of a following there because I really want to continue to share my work. I think that's the most important thing that I can especially recommend for other artists is really about sharing work. I think a lot of times um, there's a big fear about perfection and about like not showing off work until it's absolutely finished and absolutely perfect. But I think that nowadays, where that might have been more important maybe like five, ten years ago. I think nowadays the most important thing is just to continue to talk to the people that listen to your music. And that's what being on social media is really about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I think, like, um just the fact that there's so many media outlets out there. There's um, YouTube, there's TikTok, there's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I think Facebook has kind of, like, come now for the adults, I think.
1: Like, yeah, totally. There more
0: people in the. 50s and 60s or I might be wrong about that but I think no you're right yeah I think Facebook has started becoming more of the parents page I guess yeah (laughs) I think uh, slowly people are gravitating towards Instagram and if they're a political person or a celebrity or something Mm -hmm. they're on Twitter for like (laughs) all the drama and stuff yeah Um, and then there's SoundCloud SoundCloud is not like a social media but I think it's like I think you're on SoundCloud too I think I am yeah yeah so I think like it just like them punched. You cannot really be on all of them, but if you are, I think it can be done in time. So totally. I totally agree with you.
1: I think that what people should do and what I've heard done before is like you pick a couple of them that you really want to focus on and that's where you really focus on growing your fan base and then everywhere else you can continue to repost the work that you've done other places and I think there are some apps that allow people to do that Um, but I think that like that's a thing that can I think keep artists in a place where they can make work and continue to talk to their fans on some platforms and then pretty much everywhere else just have it be a staple for where other people who are on those platforms can look at your work.
0: Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Thank you, you had so had much for having me. You're so <laughs> lovely. Thank you
1: so much.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I'm like totally speechless, and start as I told you before we started. Um, I'm totally speechless that I'm actually getting to talk with you and learn more about your music. So, anyways, everyone out there who are interested in learning more about lts music i'll be linking her website in the show notes so be sure to check that out it has all her um if you just search up lts name in your google search bar you probably would see all her spotify page soundcloud instagram and all of that but if you don't you can just like refer to the website and yeah um tomorrow i'll be interviewing sophie holohan who's also singer so be sure to tune in for that at 5 p.m pacific well that's when i interview her so it probably would be out in an hour, so 6 p.m. Pacific. So be sure to check that out as well. And yeah, stay tuned for new episodes every Sunday and Monday. And well, this week, Monday and Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.